Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around with Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you could find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. And, of course, our website, themisfitfaction.com. You'll find links to this show, our other shows like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures, as well as news, reviews, articles, and, of course, our merchandise store. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and with me today in the studio and over the via, or via the Zoom studio, because that's how podcasts do it now, in the studio we have... Have Melanie. Melanie, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to be here. Your triumphant return to yes, the microphone? Yes, my once every... Eight years. Once, once a quarter. Once a quarter. Basically. <laughs> the point, quarterly yeah. appearance of, of the famous producer, Melanie, who is... Yeah. She's mentioned in every podcast in some capacity. This is true. But finally, making her triumphant return. And speaking of returns, we have one of... The most interesting interviews that we ever did, something that I still talk about, and it's it's very rare. Like sometimes I'll do an interview and I won't talk to that person ever again. Like occasional mm-hmm. like Facebook posts and stuff like that. But we this gentleman, not only did we still keep in touch afterwards, but there was an experience that Melanie had that really inspired me to be like, I need to reach out and we mm-hmm. need to get another interview set up on the books. And that's with Mr. Daniel Jackson, the spirit medium himself. Daniel, how are you today? I'm good. How about you guys? Yay, yay. Yeah. Really good. Gentlemen, I don't know about that, but okay. Gentlemen's a very strong word that we do not yeah, throw I'll, around. Yeah, I'll give it my best a shot. Term. No promises, yeah. <laughs> but for those of you guys who don't remember, Daniel came onto the show probably about a year ago now. Has it been that long? It might no. have been. Maybe no, less. No, I don't think it's been that long. I'm, it was last year. I know last year, but Definitely. I think it was beginning of summer last year, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I had a great time talking to Daniel. Like, we, we talked for almost, I think we, we went about like 45 minutes to an hour, one of our longer interviews. Mm-hmm. And just, it was so just interesting and it kept me just engaged the entire time. And I remember telling Melanie about it afterwards. Like, Mm -hmm. and I still like, I spoke such, you know, high praise about it. So I'm really excited to have you back on Daniel. So this is exciting for me and for Melanie, I think too. Yeah. Very exciting. So for our our listeners who maybe, because we did get a a nice influx of new listeners. Uh, We were Podbean's featured podcast of the month last month, which was really cool. So for our new listeners, Daniel, tell our new listeners a little bit about yourself. My name is Daniel Jackson. And as I make it easy to say for people to understand, I see dead people. But I don't just see dead people. I see dead everything. They're not really dead. It's just I see their energy now and what they are, what they have moved on to be. <clears throat> and I see, so I see souls, but I don't just see people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish. I see everything, what we would consider other beings from other worlds. Because I tell people, if you think this is the only place with people on it, you might want to think again. So yeah, I, I see everything and I see it all the time. I mean, even just a couple of weeks ago, I things just appear in front of me all the time. I, I woke up in bed and I keep my room very dark. so I can see everything in front of me. And when I woke up, my whole room was completely lit up. And so when it's lit up like that, I know it's someone who has crossed over. But I started looking around the room and and I looked down on my bed and I saw this big orange puffball of hair, no nose, no mouth, two eyes that were blue. And it was just looking around the room and then it looked at me and I went, Hmm. Hello. And it blinked its eyes at me. <laughs> and it just sat there for like five minutes. And I was like, I and that's the only thing I could equate it to was look like a round puffball of, of orange hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not there's there's nothing that I could equate it to that was absolutely on, on this planet, that's for sure. And I still have no idea what it was or where it came from, but it was just sitting on my bed and then all of a sudden it just gone. See, that's terrifying. I would not wow. want to wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Especially because we have a cat, and that's all I can imagine is just our cat just sitting there with some sort of right. <laughs> unknown being a next little... to it. Yeah, because the hair on it looked like like fuzzy cat hair. Okay. Yeah. And it's yeah. even worse because we have an yeah. orange cat. We have, we have an orange cat. Around here right we now. have around four somewhere. orange cats, so I get it. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. They never yeah. stopped talking. We have nine cats total. Oh, wow. 
easy. Yeah, yeah, easy. So it's a lot. We of have cat to step up our game, up. obviously. I talk to a lot yeah. of other people on this show that have cats, and it's always they have more cats than us, and that's my wife's first reaction. Not how did the interview go, or nope. nope, it's how many cats do they have? Yeah, <laughs> and it's always yeah. more than us. It, yeah, one's, one's yeah, we we started out with ten. We we made our way out here from Delaware. And we came out to Arizona, and then our oldest cat just didn't fare well with the trip, so he mm-hmm. he gotten very sick, and he just gave up, and oh, he was gone thing. in a few weeks. So, but now we have nine, but That's we're okay. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. a shame though. But but yeah, yeah, this cat looked like this thing looked like like a hairy ball, like a cat minus a tail and a body. It's yeah. just a big round ball. Strange, oh, but I see strange stuff all the time. So it doesn't, like you said, it. Oh my God, you know, terrifying, but that's the least of the terrifying things that I, I have seen or have witnessed. I have seen Mm -hmm. some, some very, uh, unnerving things, Mm -hmm. but I don't worry about them because I know I'm protected. So they can't bother me or hurt me or anything. I can walk into any haunted house on the face of this earth and nothing can actually touch me. So I don't worry about it. That's interesting. Have you ever actually gone to like a real haunted house like that? I have been to <clears throat> to people's homes and and picked up on things. Like I went to a guy's home. He wanted me to wanted me to come check out his home. Now, you can't really clear out a home. So a lot of these these mediums is, oh, I'm gonna clear out your home stuff. They're they're full of crap. Okay. Negative energies. You you can't do that whole smudging thing. That's not going to make them go away. As long as you put the the positive intent out there, the positive energy out there, that will make them go away. But see, they're in a realm where they no longer have a body anymore. They don't have lungs. They don't breathe and they can't smell. So when you're burning that stuff, the only thing you're going to do is set off your fire alarms. That's it. You're not you're not making these evil things go away. I mean, if that was the truth, then don't you think all the forest fires in the world would make everything go away? No, they haven't because it just doesn't work that way. But I have been in a place where this guy wanted me to check out his home. And when I when I did, I, I was walking around. I closed my eyes, and it, I knew it had been a farm at that time. I, I said, this was it used to be a farm years ago. And he said, and he looked into the lower road, and he said, yeah, it was a farm like 100 years ago. And I said, I said there's a guy here named John, and he's, a, he's an old farmer. He looked like a bit, he was like 83 years old, that's what he told me. And I saw all these animals walking around. I saw... I, I mean, literally, I was with my eyes closed. I saw a raccoon run past my feet, and but the, these are all dead, you know. But they're mm-hmm. they're still here. They're still what I refer to as earthbound. And uh, but when I went upstairs, that's when that's when crap got real. And then I saw this really negative energy there. And the it said one word to me. It said food. And I, wow. and and I told the guy. I said and it just said food. And he's like, "What's that supposed to mean?" I said negative energy here. I said, it feeds off of that negative energy. Right down the street are two churches. You're going to find all kinds of negative energy in church because everybody there is trying to prove to each other, I'm a better Christian than you are. And when they're doing that, using their ego, it's all over the place. It's like a buffet for them. Wow. Yeah. But they are everywhere. I mean, I had a really bad negative energy visit me this morning, so it's okay. Really? Yeah. And you still wanted to come talk to us? We appreciate that. Well, this is my life. I wake up every day, and when I when my, I'm in a dark room, I just like I explain to people, it's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves, and more just keep coming in. Mm. I, I can't make it go away. It just they just are where they are. They just are, you know. And in this in this earthbound realm, they are just everywhere. Because as many people that cross over into the light, there's that many who don't. So Mm -hmm. there's gazillions of them. They're just walking around. And some of them are just regular souls who did not want to cross over for one reason or another. But a lot of them are horrible, mean, horrible, nasty things. And they say things to me all the time. I mean, horrible things. I mean, they know I have guns in the house and they tell me to pick up a gun and shoot myself. Oh, God. What do you do? I'm still here, aren't I? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I don't let it bother me. I don't, because I'm protected. They can't, they can't touch me. And the reason I'm protected is because I'm protected by what we would refer to as archangels. They're not men with wings and shields and swords and all that stuff. And they're just a higher being of, with a, of a higher consciousness. And they protect me from everything because I, I cross spirit over into the light. So, mm-hmm. but the light is me. Interesting. That's a different story. <laughs> So one of the biggest reasons that we definitely wanted to get in touch with you is Melanie had an experience. Do you, do you want to share that experience really quick? Sure. So 
I I won't I won't go into my long history of of feeling energies and and things like that or like yeah. But do you know why you're feeling them? Because I know why. But go ahead. I I don't. But I I'd be interested I'll, to hear. I'll clue you at the end. Go ahead. Okay. So we were taking a train down into the city. Mm-hmm. We were going to the wrestling show for Christmas. We were, yep. It was the day after Christmas and we were on the, the Metro North train station or, you know, train going into the city. And I had my, you know, my headphones and my earbuds and I'm just sitting there and I'm like looking out the window and he's sitting across from me and we're just kind of, you know, we're together, but we're, we're separate, just kind of zoning out. And then all of a sudden I hear a deep it sounded like a deep man's voice that just said Melanie. Yeah, his name's Thomas. Thomas. Do you even know a Thomas? Not that. He doesn't know him. I don't. Oh. I don't think so. But it was just a dark, like a, you know, like a not not a evil malicious, but like someone was trying to get my attention. Oh, and, got your attention, yeah. Yeah, and I took my earbud out, my AirPod out, and I looked at Paul, and I said, "Did you say my name?" He said, "No." So I looked around behind me and, you know, there was a woman and a, was it a kid? Yeah, a, yeah. Two two girls sitting behind us. I was like, someone just said my name. And he goes, I didn't hear anything. I said, no, somebody said my name. I, I just heard it. it. And I told him how, you know, it sounded. And it was just like a, a deep voice that said Melanie very clearly. And I was just like, I was shaken a bit, but not, I wasn't scared. But it was just like, what was that? And I, I know he's, not, it was a, he's not a positive energy. I can tell you that he's not. No, that would, no. That would so, make sense. so this morning before I got on the, on the program, when I was getting ready, mm-hmm. I was told right away that the, you have this man who's following you around. His name is Thomas. I even, I even wrote it on my phone. You want to see the message? I, I put, I put it on my phone. So, hmm. just so I could remind myself, but yeah. And I don't know this being. <clears throat> I'd say 99% of the spirit that I see all day, I don't know either. Mm. <clears throat> They're just around. Mm-hmm. As the cat, makes as the cat comes in. <laughs> as the yeah. cat comes in, he's protecting me. So I... Actually, that's, that's the truth. Energies don't like cats. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've had many times where I've had... He'll, he'll sit around, and I, I grew up with cats. He's... I have my other cat that's actually at my mom's house. He lives there, and... We have uh, we have Maze, our cat now, and he'll sit in random spots of the house, and he'll just kind of look at something, and sometimes he'll look into the corners, and and sometimes I wanna I wanna believe that it's something positive. He just sees everything. The cat yeah. animals see everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's what are you looking at? Like, what do you see? And and sometimes like I'll see a shadow, and I'll go and look and think that it's the cat. And it's not, and nothing's there. So I'll see, I'll see random shadows and things like that. So it's something I've always been kind of curious about. And my mom, my mom is very intuitive. She was always kind of dabbling in tarot cards when she was younger. Her and I talk about, you know, astrology and, and things like that and energies and all, and, you know, things of that nature. And I would consider myself more spiritual in that sense, but I'm still kind but of trying to figuring that. out. Yeah. I'm, I feel like there's so much more that I'm not tapping into. And, absolutely correct. And I'm I'm nervous because I don't I don't want to do it the wrong way and and potentially you do it the right welcome. Way, I'll tell you how to do it, but yeah, and I want I want to welcome. What, you are a untrained medium. That's what you are. You better get used to it because that's what you are. I, I have you a are, feeling. but the the thing about you is you're <clears throat> what I call one foot in and one foot out. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're not completely not completely in it yet but you could be <clears throat> but and that's why why you are you are have a, like this want to want to know about it this fascination with it. Mm-hmm. the reason why you have that is because your soul is drawing you towards it because it's trying to let you know this is what you are and what i mean by this is what you are is everything that you have ever done in your lifetime it's not who you are you're this some of us are meant to be teachers. Others are meant to be students. You're meant to be a teacher. You just haven't moved forward with it yet. But moving forward with it is a big, big decision. You just have to be okay with it. 
And what I mean by big decision is you're going to have a sit-down talk and talk to God truthfully. And you're either going to move forward with it or you're not. And he's going to know whether or not you actually mean it or not. That's what I had to do. But this is who you are. Everything else that's your life can still be part of your life. But it's not who you are. You're this. Because it comes through with your soul. That's who you're meant to be. You you sometimes wake up with it in your in your past lives. Let me see. 28. So you've been here 28 times. You're on life number 28. You've had 27 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats. Oh, and here's the other one you don't need to talk about anymore. Astrological signs because that's horseshit. Because <laughs> the very yeah, the very beginning calendar was five months long. So what did they have? Five signs. And then it became nine months. So they created four mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And then it became 10 months, which is they created one more than 12. And they created two more. Astrology is this. You ready? Here's the big wow of astrology. Long time ago, they, they stood around some people and said, hey. They looked up in the sky and said, let's play connect the dots. Oh, look at that. It's a fish. Yeah, that's about all it's worth, you know, because your body is born under the stars. Your soul was not. And your soul picks the body it's coming into when it's coming into. So that's how I know astrology is horseshit. You've been here 28 times, meaning you've had 28 astrological signs. So which one are you, Melanie? None of them. Don't mm -hmm. don't let a, a newspaper article look in the morning and go, this is my horoscope. Don't let that define who you are. You define mm -hmm. who you are by the decisions you and the choices you make throughout your day. Don't let that bullshit. Don't pay attention to it. But what you truly are is a medium. You just haven't moved forward with it. That's, that's why you're having all these instances. That's why you're seeing things and feeling things. That's why this man said something to you and you heard it and you were like, heard it. Because you didn't hear it in your ear. You could take your earbuds in or out. doesn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. You hear it in your soul. It has nothing to do with your mind. Your mind doesn't do anything. Your brain doesn't do anything except make the little parts work. Everything that happens to you and you feel and all that, that's your soul. He communicated through to your soul because that's how they communicate. It's like telepathy. That's what we call it. But everyone has it, but not everyone can use it. You can. Mm -hmm. You just it's, have to learn how to do it. It's crazy because I, it sounded like he was right here, like right, oh, he's right, right there. next to my neck, right. Yeah. And it was just like, it was a deep whisper. Yeah, connected with. I was, and like I even moved, like someone was right in my ear, whispering oh, yeah, you, so loudly. You like visibly, yeah, like, I, like, even visibly I saw like, was, you were, like, like jumping. Yeah. And that, and that was. I don't know if that's the first time that I've ever had that happen. There there are a lot of instances that I don't remember. But and I always like my my memory is not the best. And that was the first well, when time. Well, it happens to you all the time. These types of things happen to you or I mean, like this one was what we would almost call a, a traumatic experience because it, it really got your attention. Mm -hmm. But other times you just Comes in, comes out. I mean, like I said, I see a, a thousand spirits every every freaking day. It's more than that. That's just how I describe it. But yeah. But can I remember every single one of them? No. It's just too much. It's it's. But this woke you up. It it definitely did. You know, it's got to be something more, correct? I I do, and I don't know. There there have Look been Paul so many times. There, he's like, what the hell? I, I know. No, because he he knows that I'll. Oh, most intuitive, most I, just... Yeah, that's one of the first things that he'll always say when he's describing me. She's very intuitive because there have been so many times since we've been together where I'm like, something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I know something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I just I just feel the energy or it's, you know, I you know, I don't I don't think I like that person. I don't... That person oh. doesn't make me feel good or... That um, part of you is actually another part of your mediumship oh. called being clairvoyant. Okay. So if I start hiding cookies, you better not be figuring out where <laughs> they all are. Yeah. I will always find it. Something, yeah. something it, about it, the yeah. energy in the kitchen. I know, but it just it's it's been really interesting and it's, it's getting and like it's, more potent too. It's yeah, it, I definitely well, feel like it's getting Yeah, because to be stronger. it's becoming more potent because they want you to move forward with it. 
what you get now, and the things that you get now, these feelings that you get now, mm -hmm. if you were to actually move forward with it, this is only about a quarter of what you would actually get. I live my life by talking to them every day, but I get touched on my face for yes or no answers, and now they put they put thoughts into my mind. In the very beginning, when this came on for me, I was you know getting a message here and there, and if so, it was about maybe in a scale of like percentage, it was like five percent of the time I would get a message. Now it's eighty five percent of the time. Wow. So when I when I get things that just comes into my mind, and then I I ask them. Did you just say that? And then they touch me on my face for yes and no answers. Wow. And it started off with just two answers. And I think back when I was talking to you, Paul, it was like maybe 12 or 15 or something like that. Right, yeah. Now it's 40. It's 43 now. Jeez. I know the names of, of 43 archangels that are touching me. Well, 41 of them. The other two are, he's not an archangel, but pretty damn close, Jesus. And then the other one, who I've, I've only been touched by Five times, and that's God. I've seen him three times as well. So, but and, and I've spoken to him. He talks to me. But I mean, what, what do you talk to God about? I didn't ask him about the lottery numbers. That's for sure. Because <laughs> my bother. But right. it's figuring it out. It's going to be the the thing for you. But you have to decide if you want to move forward to figure it out. And if as I I do readings for people all the time, but a lot of people come to me, especially after they hear me on a podcast, and they say, "Oh, the things you talked about resonated with me, and there's something going on with me." And then I, as soon as I see their name on my computer saying they they're getting a reading with me, I get it just starts coming, in and I say, "Yep, this person's got it." Okay, so I need to do the big talk with them. It's a different type of reading, and I talk to them about everything that takes place for you to move forward with this. I mean, I'll, I'll be brutally honest with you. My life's not easy. I mean, I I, I get messages and, and stuff like that, and I'm able to help people and, and help them to move forward in their lives. But your life becomes very lonely sometimes. You stay away from people because I, I already know you have this already, but because they're touching me right now. Uh, you you can't stand around, be around a, a whole groups of people because you pick up on their energy. And it's like, it's like walking into a smoky bar and you walk out and it's like all over you and you can't oh, get gosh. out. Oh gosh, a thousand yeah. percent. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I just yeah. need to and be alone. You're going you're to exclude yourself from a lot of people because you don't want to be around that all the time. So, but you're also have to be out there to help these people as well too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not very easy be, being this. I mean, you, this will completely change your life, but you have to be able to accept that if it's if you're okay with it completely changing your life. But it's not easy. But uh, yeah, we could talk about it after the show if you want to. But I can help you. But that's up to you. You got to decide if you want to move forward with it or not. Because because I absolutely tell you right now, absolutely. If you don't think you can do it, don't. Because mm -hmm. it ain't easy. I mean, people come up to you all the time and, and judge you all the time and because of their religious background and mm -hmm. what their upbringing and stuff like that. I mean, I was in the mall one time about uh, three, four months ago doing readings, and I had this Amish woman come up to me, and I'm sitting there, and she walks up, and she says, hmm, looking at the signs, she said, so you talk to spirit? I said, yes, I do. She said, you you communicate with spirit? I said, yes, I do. And then she screamed out in the mall, you're speaking to the devil! Oh, God. Yeah. So, and I said, no, no, I'm not, because there's no such thing as a devil. There's no such place as hell. There's no such place as purgatory. There are negative energies, but there's no devil. There's nobody walking around with horns and a tail torturing. Them. Yes, there is. And the more that I, but, but the thing is, is you will learn to, you know, I'm as calm as, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and that just made her more angry Of mm. course. to the point where she was turning red and she had to turn around and walk away. Mm -hmm. yeah, but you know what? I just want the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I didn't give a shit. Because mm -hmm. I don't. Because I don't need to be angry at someone else's anger. Mm -hmm. My daughter. And you'll learn that as well. You'll. It'll come. And when I would say it'll completely change you, it'll completely change you. You'll treat people differently. You'll look at people differently. You'll look at the world differently. It's like the Matrix. You're taking the red pill or the blue pill. And you could walk around blindly like everybody else, or you could wake up to this and go, world isn't what they make it out to be, and be a part of that change. Just, but it's up wow. to you. Just don't get a new husband. 
Keep, keep, keep the husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Like, I say he's moderately handsome, but you know, not bad. <laughs> Way out of my league. <laughs> yeah. You get the, you get yeah. the husband yeah. and the cat. That's okay, Paul. That's, the she's cat. out of my league, too. So husband and the cat. My wife is out of my league, but you know. It's a good mentality. But I talk to to God. <laughs> work extra yeah. hard. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you, when you speak to somebody, or even if you're just kind of walking around, can you see who might be protecting them or like a spirit like a spirit guide or, or something like that do you use that term or is it just the um, archangels yes absolutely spirit guides are people who have crossed over into the light who have fulfilled their purpose people people who fulfill their purpose become can become spirit guides if they choose to so most of the spirit guides that people have with them are just regular people not always someone who is related to you but we are all related to each other in a bigger sense because we all come from the same family the soul family that's where we come from Mm -hmm. we don't come from here we come from there we come here to learn things and fulfill a purpose but everyone has spirit guides around them no matter who it is so that's why i always tell people don't feel like you're ever alone in this world because you're not so but you always have at least two with you one's a man who helps you with more masculine type decisions and one is a female it's more like nurturing type decisions. So, and that's how I know there's only two genders. Okay. Cause all of this stuff is bullshit. So, and I see, it. yeah, it's, it's, you know, you can be a non-binary. That's their ego. That's the, that's what there is. That's yeah. That's all bullshit. You know, I don't give a shit what they say. So, but yes, you always have these two around you all the time and they're helping you with all your decisions, but we have thousands of decisions that go through our mind every single day. All kinds of thoughts go through, but we don't act on them all. So but the, the the problem with that we have with that is the world has taught us to not have any trust or any faith within ourselves. So we talk ourselves in and out of things that are not what we're supposed to be doing. But that's, I mean, you're, when you do that, you're just going to end up on the alternative, the alternative life. And you'll just, you'll come back again. For sure. Because the, the correct path is going to get you to fulfilling your purpose. Now, we fulfill some of our purpose throughout our lives, but not enough. It's not as much as God and, and archangels want us to do. So we just keep coming back over and over again. I mean, because, you know, they know they can bring us back. I mean, no one lives to be 150 years old. Besides that, at that point, it's going to hurt to pee. And who wants to be here for that? So you, so they know they can bring us back again. Sorry, Paul. So uh, they, they bring us back. You know, and then you come into another body. But you're coming into each body differently because you're here to learn those lessons, too, because the lessons you learned previously weren't hard enough, obviously, to have you stay home. I mean, the, the one thing the two of you have in common with the other 7.5 billion people in this world is they've all been to heaven. They all had to come back just like you did because you didn't get it done. That's all. You're, you're, you have to you have to punch your own dance card. You have to stay on track so you can get it done. And, and fulfilling your purpose is not becoming a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that. It's you're fulfilling your purpose is you're going to you're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. So you're not here to just become a doctor or a lawyer. That's a that's a occupational choice, you know. But you may fulfill your purpose while doing that. But the one thing you're going to do is one thing you're going to be fulfilling your purpose is human that's all it's that simple god made it that simple but when somebody's out there going oh my purpose is gonna be no that's their ego talking now they're full of shit yeah it's taken me a while to figure out everything i guess yeah a little bit i'm on live 28 oh you're on number 12 well 28 is not too bad i'm when when i do readings for people and stuff it's they're they're here between 26 and 29 times but all right well hopefully I I, i've done a woman who was here 43 times she 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 took a my God, what is she oh, doing in heaven? Well, I guess. she's not. What, she's not she's staying. Not she's not here. doing. Yes. yes. Okay. It's what she's yeah, doing she's not she's doing here. correctly. Yeah, she's she's not staying. She actually has to. She had to come back again. I I, I told her in the nicest way possible. That I, she asked me. She said, "Do I still have time to fulfill?" My, and I said, "No, you've run out of time." What would that sound like to you if I said you have run out of time? That you better get it right this time. Like, no. While you're here. No, I told her she was running. She ran out of time, so she's not getting it done this time. I mean, she has to come come back back again. So she has to come back. Yeah, but what would that sound like to you if I said you run out of time? You're about to die. Dying right now. And she did six months later. Oh, wow. Wow. So here's a thing for you. Wow. Knowing those types of things, knowing that people are going to die, you're going to be okay with it because you're going to know all kinds of things. Mm Mm-hmm. And does that, 
sitting on the outside of who you are, will that sit good with you? Because I know lots of things. As of right now, no. Yep. Right. But, but, but being it's... a teacher and being a student, and I'm, and I mean, in, in, in a different sense for you too, because I'm not saying all mediums are teachers, mm-hmm. because they're not. You're just different. You have different spirit guides with you. But they won't click in until you decide to move forward with it. And I I'm mean like, big ones. I'm like blown away. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I am actually speechless. And we didn't even talk about the dream you had like a week later. Yeah, let's hear yeah. about the dream. Oh, buddy. man. Yeah. So, well, no, it wasn't a week later. It was a, a, few, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, a few weeks ago. So I have a, a great grandmother that had passed January 6th of 2021. And when I... The last time I saw her in person was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. No, Christmas Eve or day? Christmas Day. Christmas Day. And it was right after right after dinner. We mm. had, you know, Paul and I were getting ready to leave for the evening. And I just, I went downstairs to go see her. And she was just, she was very bloated. She was 94 years old at the time. And her, her body was just so bloated and filled with water. And you could see it coming out of her, her pores on her legs and her feet. And I said, Grand, what, you know? we got to get you to the hospital or something. We got to, you know, we got to, we got to handle this. And she kept apparently saying no to everybody else, but she told me, she said, Oh, you know, all right, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The next day she went into the hospital. They were able to, you know, she said, I think I need to go to the hospital. They took her to the hospital. I'm sorry. Did she wear glasses? She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She's here. Go ahead. And I, I talked her into, you know, going to the hospital. They had an ambulance come. They took her and she was in the hospital for about a week or so. And she had passed at the hospital. But when I saw her Christmas Eve or Christmas day that evening, I came upstairs and I just felt this crazy feeling all over my body. And I knew that that was the last time that I would see her on this earth. That was the last time. And I just started crying and I was hysterical crying. And then my mom, you know, was trying to console me and she started crying. My aunt started crying. And I, I just said, I, I, I know that's the last time I'm going to see her. I know this is the last time I'm going to see her. And I couldn't, I just couldn't process what was happening with my body and the feeling. And, you know, the, the whole ride home, I was crying and Paul was trying to console me. And I just, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't let it go. And then the next day she went to the hospital. Like I said, we were going away. We had planned a vacation for that week. So we were upstate and I called her in the hospital and we had a really funny conversation. The next time I called her, she was very, she was more quiet and you know a little bit more reserved and and I knew that it was it was coming soon and then yeah, she was being talked to yeah I they were talking to her letting letting her know that she was getting ready to go and that's why her whole demeanor changed mm-hmm. but she knew it I was at she's I was still at, here I was at work when she passed it was around three o'clock and I just you started talking about there, her but I mean and people want to say oh I wish I could be there for you didn't need to be there. She knows mm-hmm. the, where you were in your existence. And, yep. and also she was in a transformation state where she was transfer- going from here to there. So she knew you loved her and, and and cared about her. And so, but she's actually still here though. Yeah. I... She crossed over and went to heaven. She came back. She's one of your spirit guides. Wow. I'm but not... just for you, not anybody else in your family. Really? Correct. That... See now, now yeah, it makes her sense. Her skin was because... kind of shiny looking. A little, yeah. Curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right in front of me. See her. Yeah. That's so... why. I, that's why I had my eyes closed. Glasses. Yeah, soft curls. Still here. Still here. Wearing her favorite slippers and <laughs> her sweater. Well, they they, they can manipulate because they're pure energy now. They can mm-hmm. manipulate themselves to look like. But she's showing a younger self to me. But when they cross over at the age, when if you die over the age of 30 years old, when you mm-hmm. cross over, if you cross over into life, you'll go back to to a feeling of what it was like to be when you were like 30 years old. See, I knew. If you die under the age of 30 years old, you gr- actually grow up in heaven. But, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. But when you cross over into the light, I mean, if you had to come back again and, and still complete that purpose, then mm-hmm. you would come back 80 years later. Wow. The reason being is so you won't be recognized. So now, if he, 
I think he's going to sneeze. So if oh the cat caught a bug, that's why. Cool. Always always on duty. Always on duty. So I was going to say God bless you. You know where that term came from? I don't. Back in the times when Jesus was here, when people would walk around and they would sneeze, they would believe that demons were exiting your body. So they would say, God bless you, so to make sure no more demons would go back in your body. But you know uh-huh. what the problem was? Everybody continued to sneeze. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, man. A lot of it's bullshit. Yeah, well, you know, people make up things to make themselves comfortable. They also, don't... nobody knows what to say when somebody sneezes then. If it get really so, was, so was your grandmother in your dream? She yes. So I had I had this big, uh, I had this dream about my my family. We were traveling somewhere. Paul was there as well, and we went through some sort of, you know, security TSA type airport thing, and we crossed into the other side where it's the stores and we're buying food and snacks and everything like that. Duty and, free. Yes, and my my great grandma was there with my grandpa and my grandma, and he was kind of you know he told my grandma to go and you know do you know, go shopping, I'll, I'll stay with the old lady, which is what he, he would call my great grandma. He calls my grandma that too, lovingly, of course. And he's, you know, following her. And then all of a sudden she, she turns to what we all come back together and she turns to us and she goes, it's time. And we all start crying. We know exactly what it means. It's time for her to go. And all of a sudden these big gates open and I tell her, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to, you know, I'm not ready for you to go. I'm not ready to let go. And I hug her and I could feel the hug like it was in a real life hug. And a lot of my dreams, also just a little side note, a lot of my dreams, when they have certain aspects to it, I can feel it as if it's really happening and I feel like I'm actually there. It's not, and I see my dreams with a lot of color sometimes, a lot of like random details I'll remember when I wake up too. But I was hugging her and I said, I'm not ready. And then she goes to pull away. I said, no, 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 hug me longer. And my grandma comes over and we have to kind of scoot her into into this gate because she's too fragile to stand up and we can't walk her over. So we slid her across the floor, which sounds terrible saying it out loud. We slid her in and then she transformed into a cat and then the cat ascended into the heavens or, you know, into the sky at that point. But when we we were talking in the dream, my grandma said it makes sense that it's today and it was, I think, January 9th. And my great-grandma says, yes, it's, you know, it's the 9th. It's the, the birth of... Oh, where's my... Hold on. I, I wrote it down. You wrote it down. She's got it written down. Yes, <laughs> I wrote it down. It's easier to do it this way because I want to make sure I say it verbatim. She read this to me the next day, too. I did. Yeah. This was I like, did. So my... Yep. So my grandma comes over and says it's his birthday, the 9th, so it makes sense. And I said, what are you talking about? And then my great-grandma said the babies. Ross was born, but she didn't live long past a few days because she was born too early. The other twin died early in the womb. Right. And then that's when my my grandma, came, you know, and I moved my great-grandma over into the gates. So when I had told my, my grandma about this, I said, I had a dream about granny. And she said, okay, you know, and she always gets excited anytime I share with her something that I felt that's related to, you know, her mom. And it kind of brings us together. My grandma is fascinated with everything spiritual, paranormal. She's reading a book about ghosts in Manhattan right now and and, <clears throat> and Hollywood, you know, hauntings and, and things of that nature. But I told her about this and I, and I said, Nanny, did Granny have a miscarriage? And she said she did. And I said, was it before you? Was it twins? And she said it was before me, but we don't know if it was twins. We think it was a boy because she was told she couldn't carry boys. And then she had me it and my sister. It was a boy. And the reason for being for, for miscarriages or what we would call a stillborn baby is, is because when the soul comes in, it sees the body's not going to make it and it leaves. Wow. That's it. I mean, I, I, I people, when I talk about that, people get all like, I'm not, I'm not saying that the baby doesn't have a soul. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just without the soul, the, the body cannot be alive. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a battery in a radio without the, without the battery, the radio does not turn on, you know, or the, the electricity of it does not turn it on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the electricity of your body, the people who I'm talking to right now, I'm talking to your soul. So I'm not talking to your body. Mm-hmm. Your body is just a vessel. That's it. Mm-hmm. In order for your soul to be here, that is it. And we, we place too much value on the body. 
So, but yeah, it's the, the soul. So and when the soul comes in, because the soul is not sitting in your womb, your soul comes in right in and then sees the body and goes, mm, this is not working out so well. got to go and back out. And then that's it. Wow. So it's just not meant to be here. Mm-hmm. That's all. But we place too much value. Oh, we got to bury that. No, you don't. That has, the, yeah. it's a shell. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's, you're, you're the passenger. The soul is the passenger. Your body is the car. That's it. That's the only way the body, the soul can move around in this world is being in this meat suit. Mm-hmm. When your, when your grandmother was there in the dream, she's standing right next to you, wherever you were when you were sleeping. So if that happens again, if you actually want to see her again in person, wake yourself up. She'll be standing right next to you. Wow. But she connected to you for the other reason, because of you being who you are. Because they know. Just wanted to show you something. Sure. Eight eight twenty-four this morning. Paul Spirit. Thomas. Yeah. So that's, that's when yours? I got the message this morning. Now, when I just I about the show, I, I I was told about the show, but that's your but that's the guy who's following you around. Is, is, so he, Paul, is he bigger so, than me? So the guy that's following me around is Thomas. Yes, I just I, I thought I thought of your show this morning when I was yeah. getting ready, and I was told the man that's following you around, his name is Thomas. And I did not tell. And he's not a negative. I did not I tell mean, Daniel anything about. I just said that you had an experience, and that yeah, was it. Yeah, I remember. yes. So. But what? But the last time you and I talked, when we were texting back and forth, I said to you, I said to you, what? What are we going to talk about? The man that's in your house? See, I knew it. <laughs> I knew you knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh. See, he's not really in your house. He's just around you. He's, yeah. I mean, like I say, you know, a spirit don't walk through walls. Mm-hmm. Those walls don't. The, the, the physical things don't mean anything. They're just walking. But they're around us. The reason they're around you, the reason you're having all these things happen is because your soul is just a little bit brighter than everyone else's. Yeah, it is. And they are attracted to that like a moth to a flame. And they know when they see that, when they see a thousand of us standing around and they see one that's brighter, they go over to that one because they know that one can communicate. So how does how do I how do I find out what he wants? And if he's a negative, you know, when you're a child and you were hungry. And you were standing next to your mother. What did you do? Did you right. just stand there and wait, her, wait for her to feed you? Or did you say, hey, mom? Yeah, you yeah. talked to your mom, right? Mm-hmm. Talk to him. It's that fucking simple. <laughs> just is. But it's that simple for you. Because <clears throat> what people don't realize, again, <clears throat> you have this brighter soul. It can talk to you. You can talk back. And he'll answer you back if he chooses to. But if he made that kind of contact with you to say out your name, he wants to talk. So talk. Ask him, what do you want? What do you want from me, Thomas? He knows that I'm talking to you right now. He knows that I told you his name. Mm -hmm. So now that you know that, go into a dark room and say, what do you want from me, Thomas? Close your eyes. I bet you see him. I'm not kidding. Wow. But you could move forward more than that. You could do what I do, which, I mean, you could do readings for people. You could help people. You could get more. Like I said, you're only getting a quarter of it, but you could get more. But it's up to you. You got to make a big decision. You got to decide if you're going to do it or not. But if you, like I said, if you, if you want to do it, it's, it's, I, you know, I get to talk to people every single day and help them. I get to talk to archangels. I'm in communication with them all the time. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's if it's going to work like that for you, but that's how yeah. it works for me. But I don't take that for granted. I see them. I see what they look like. They don't look like men with wings. They're not. When I see them in my bedroom, it's like looking at eight-foot prey mantises walking around my room. That's what they are. But they help me to help other people, and they help me at the same time. I when, when I ask questions throughout my day, I'm asking mostly about me. And I'm asked, so I will wake up and say, should I take this? To, I, when I was in the kitchen this morning, so I'm diabetic. I have to take a bunch of medication. But like today, I wasn't feeling good. 
why I was up at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I said to them, should I take all my medicine today? And it's messing with my stomach again. Yeah. How about take my aspirin? Yeah, take my insulin. Yeah, that's all I did. Hmm. I follow what they tell me to do. I live my life by them. If I'm driving down the street on my motorcycle and I say, oh, I'm going to take this right-hand turn. No. Should I make the next right-hand turn? Yeah. You know what was going to happen at the other one? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know that they're looking out for my best interest. And they're going to help me throughout my life. Wow. And they told me four, over five, yeah, almost four years ago that I would never get into a car, another car accident again if I pay attention and listen and follow through what they tell me to do. And I haven't. You... Awesome. could do that too but it's a different life because i'll say it as plain as, as anything i work for god i'm not religious because god is not religious neither is jesus they just indoctrinated them into their ideology so they could have power and control over people i'm not about that you know they say god is a he's a merciful god and he's a fearful god which is he neither he's a loving god that's what he is because he's your father. But you could listen to them. You could follow through. And you could live a completely great life without all the other bullshit. And along the way, help other people because that's what you're here to do. And if you do that, I guarantee you'll get that purpose done. And you'll bring him along with you. Paul? Well, get to work. Bring, bring me along. Come on. <laughs> get to work, he God, says. Get to work. <laughs> Lazy. Get the work, woman. Start, yeah. start seeing ghosts. Crack that, crack that you, whip, Paul. You, you have more. You have more lives than I do. Probably. Right now, you got more left. Probably. Well, he he has to be in this with you as well. So, like, my wife has to is in this with me. She's a she's a really strong empath as well. But then she sees here and hears some things too. But she doesn't get what I get because, you know, I'm the word of God. So, but she does say to me sometimes, hey, word of God, it's time to go empty the dishwasher. So, you know, I'm still a person, you know, but, there you go. but uh, she, they have to, you have to be with someone who's very supportive of what you do because, I mean, she knows, you know, most of the people I talk to, 98% of them are women. So she used to bug me all the time. How come you got all these good looking women coming to see? I said, not me, it's a woman to see. But she was just joking. But yeah, because, <laughs> because, but the thing about it is one thing you have to understand is you can't help everybody. You can try, but you can't help everybody. As I always say to everyone, people come to me for answers from God, and I get the answer, but they don't always like it because they don't like the truth. You okay? You good? And they will stand up and be pissed off about that too. <clears throat> I had a woman who I did a reading with. I was doing a book signing a couple of weeks ago, and she sat down and was all like, as soon as she sat down, I was like, whoa. And she's like, what? I said, man, there's a dark energy. There's a red energy around you. You have a negativity around you. And she says, and she says, what do you mean by that? And I said, she says, I, I help people all the time. I'm, I'm in the theater and stuff like that. I said, yeah, you might help people in the theater, but outside the theater, you're not very nice to people. You're kind of snooty. You walk around with your nose up in your air and and you, you talk down to people and stuff like, oh, no, I do not. Oh, no, you don't want you to talk about it. I said, you're doing exactly right now what I'm talking about. And she got up and I said, well, have a great day, but that's what's going on with you <laughs> yep. right there. And yep. so, yeah. And was I nerved about it? Yeah. But, you know, then I just, you know, let it go. And that's what you have to be able to do. You can't engage with mm -hmm. people. You can't get into arguments and all that stuff because, yeah. but, let me see. Oh, yeah, you're not, you're not one for that anyway, so. To get caught so up you're in stuff? Got, you're already one up on the game uh i i have i have, I have moments that, Moment. that actually yeah. was one of the things that i wanted to start working on i mean i've been working on it for about a year and a half but that's the one phrase that I, that I keep smirking. hearing yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> that's the one phrase that i keep hearing is you just got to let it go yes and that <clears> let that shit go because it's not important yeah this month alone my yeah, people want me, people want to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. That's what they want to do. Mm -hmm. You just being spiritual, you don't have to afford them that. You can just walk away. You know, all the negative people in your life, you can. Mm -hmm. They're in your life because you choose to have them in there because you allow them to be in your life. You could just turn around and say, you know, oh, 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 that's that person again. They're a piece of shit. Oh well, oh, click. Hmm. Get rid of them. You already, you you get already rid have of your them. list of people on that. One. Oh, I already. Yep, you have your list. <laughs> Do you have a, my friend calls it a stab list. 
people that you know she wish she could stab but she can't you know, uh, you know, I, you know? I feel like everybody has some sort of list like that but yeah. i i just <clears throat> like i don't care to be around them mm-hmm. yeah so you know what i do i don't have a list i just get rid of them mm-hmm. i don't have to keep staring at something that's going to remind me of this person's a piece of crap I get rid of that piece of crap person. Mm-hmm. I don't allow them in my life. I don't make contact with them whatsoever. Oh, I had yeah. let my go, my sister go like six months ago because I got tired of it. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't, there's nothing in a rule book that says you have to talk to them because you just don't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, and being this, you can't, because like I said, you can't be one foot in and one foot out. You have to be all the way in. And in order to tell people, in order to get answers for people to help them move forward in their lives, you can't be that. You got to be living exactly what you're telling them to do. Mm-hmm. And for some people, to change to that is hard. Because, you know, I mean, what what's that song out there? used to be out in the, I think in the 90s? I'm only happy when it rains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a people who love yeah. drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know a few people who oh, yeah. they can't live without it. Mm-hmm. You have to live without it. Well, I guess if there's a part three at some point, we'll know exactly. <laughs> yeah. what oh, yeah. Third, third episode with Daniel. <laughs> Is there any other questions you guys wanted to ask, like regular spirit questions or yeah, anything yeah. like that? Any regular spirit questions? I already talked to him for an hour, so. I know the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's funny that the cat's coming back now. Well, it's even funnier because for me and Melanie, Melanie is very em- empathetic. She, she feels things. I have a terrible Correct. fear of dying, like a, a terrible fear of what It's going to happen like this, Paul. Ready? You're gone. I know. Mm-hmm. I, but for me, it, it's always been that question of what happens. After. And that was one of the biggest things that attracted me to doing our first interview was because that's something that I have a curiosity about. And yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Right. I just... There's yeah. there's two rules in this world. As long as we can, as long as we comprehend the rules and we follow these rules, you're going to appreciate your life and Melanie's life and everyone else's life around you a little bit more. And rule number one is people die every day, and rule number two is you can't change rule number one. When it's your time to go, it just is. Mm-hmm. So I don't care is... what kind of vaccine you take or anything like that. Well, Everyone's going to die. Well, yeah. whatever you're saying the, is totally resonating because our cat just joined us on the podcast table, so he might yeah, make a rare he sat, he sat in the chair and was looking at the mic like he wanted to share his thoughts like on this too. Oh, that's, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can, so like some of the things that I can do that, um, like I, I do something when I do more readings in front of me. I do a lot of Zoom stuff now, but I, mm-hmm. I do something called a, a soul alignment. So I can actually look inside of a person, see their soul inside of them. So I can, I can actually look in your cat and see what kind of cat he was before <laughs> because because people say oh i want to when i die i want to come back as a i'm going to come back as a cat or i'm going to pay, i'm going to be an eagle or something like that mm-hmm. no it doesn't happen that oh. way people come back as people dogs come back as dogs but the in turn the same way that when you get to heaven or if you if you choose to sit, to go to heaven a cow is not going to walk up to you and be angry because you had a cheeseburger so <laughs> they they know that they understand the circle of life and everything but uh, mm-hmm. yeah when when you the way that it's going to happen for for both of you is you're going to you're going to fall asleep as everyone does and you're going to wake up and stand up and look down at your body and go hmm, I guess I don't need that anymore and then you're going to take a step to the left. You're going to look to the right. And a light's going to turn on for you. And that's your personal light. Everyone gets one. <clears throat> and it's your choice to either walk in or not. And a lot of them, again, they don't walk in. They just stay here. Or or they're just lost. Or someone told them they were a piece of crap or something like that. They don't feel like mm-hmm. they're worthy to do it. Something like that. But that's my job to thrust them over and help them out. But so you'll walk in and then you'll go to a holding place. No one goes to heaven right away. And they're going to go over your life with you and it's like a life review and there's not judgment judge god doesn't judge us we judge ourselves a thousand times a day why does he need to do it once more because he just doesn't because you know he's not into that crap so it's people who judge each other those are the crappy ones so then they go over your life with you and they let you know what you did and did not do and then that's where you'll find out if you have fulfilled your purpose or not and if you yeah if you have then you get to stay home if you haven't you but at that point, you're you're back to being a white light loving soul again. You, you've gotten rid of all your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, and anguish, and all that stuff because the willingness to want to walk in gives you the washes you away of all that stuff. So, and then you're, you're just like, oh, you got to go back again. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. Okay, well, cool. I get to go back and do a lot of earthly you know, stuff. <laughs> and 
And yeah, but I mean, but you don't always know the the life you're walking into. I mean, mm-hmm. you can see it from that vantage point. You know, you can see what's going on down here at that time, but it's not really down. It's like right next to us. It's just, mm-hmm. but you don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be harder lessons to learn because obviously the last lessons you learned in the last purpose wasn't enough. So you had to go back and do it again. That's but it's no big deal. You'll you'll come back 80 years or at least 80 years and then maybe a little bit more. That's why I tell people don't mess with 23 and Ancestry.com because the person you're looking for 100 years ago looks similar to you. was you. So don't worry about that. Oh, maybe I'm from Ireland or maybe I'm from, or maybe I was related. Maybe I'm royalty. And I always tell people when they say that, I say, oh, you want to be royal? Oh, you want to be a king and queen? You know, people who stepped on other people's backs and murdered them and doing all that stuff. You, that's what you want to relate yourself to? Oh, I don't think of it. That, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're pieces of shit. So why would you want to be? Yeah, but, oh, maybe I'm from China. Maybe I'm from Africa. Maybe, you know what? You, you're, you've been here 28 times. You're from all over the freaking world. Who cares? You're one thing. You're human. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. And what you did in your previous lives? It was important, but it wasn't that important because if it was so important, you wouldn't be here again. You, you so don't bother with the past life stuff. You want to mention yeah. Karen? Yeah, we should, we should mention All right, Karen. All right, so la- last thing, because we are running a little low on time, but we had another story from from one of our adventures. I'll let Melanie tell it. Go ahead. I love oh, stories. Yeah. yeah, no, go. go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the cat caught another bug. Look at that. This the... is not really the story. Yeah, our basement typically doesn't Doing their job. Stop trying to eat it. You're gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> Why wouldn't they make cat food okay. that's like? Okay. They should make cat food that's like cricket flavor or something like that. You yeah, know? no, right? Oh no. my gosh. So we were we were on our delayed honeymoon because you know thanks COVID. We went to Jamaica and we're sitting on the beach and we're, you know, just relaxing. This woman comes over and says, "Is this is this chair taken?" We don't know. We don't know. So we end up talking. And it's like, what, 10 in the morning. We all have drinks in our hands, you know, all-inclusive, typical stuff. It's awesome. And we start talking about past lives. And she tells me that, you know, there's this author, Brian Weiss. Something like that. If I believe that's his name. But she tells me all about this gentleman. And she she met with him and had, had, you know, had him kind of look at her past lives. And she tells me that her current marriage she said i married my husband three times and you know we have kids and this and that but we're not together now and she said she said he this gentleman told her that in a past life her husband was her brother yeah sometimes and i said oh yeah you you you, you we sometimes reverse roles sometimes your your mom is the daughter and you're the mom or or you're or you're both sisters or something like that yeah so or brothers or or yeah because you don't always come back as a female sometimes mm-hmm. you come back as a male Yep. So she was, she told me about her experience and, you know, of course I, I, I love books and the cat's still freaking out. (laughs) I love books. So of course I come home and I, I find a book and I start reading it. And his first experience with someone who, you know, he, he put her under some sort of hypnosis and she was able to kind of walk through her past life and, and, or past lives. And she was able to, you know, describe in vivid detail what she was wearing, what she looked like, what her name was. And, then could fast forward to the moment that she left this earth, her death, whatever it was. And, you know, she was a male, she was a female, she was, she was Swedish in one, she was a a Native American in another one, in another life. And there were all these different types. Correct. So like I said, they're from all over the world. Yeah. Which was incredible. And she said in one of her, one of her lives, her niece was her sister or her daughter in something one of her like lives? Yeah, we always like come that. back into the same family circle all the time. Hmm. We we do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so That's sometimes cool. you come back, like I said, sometimes you come back as the mom, the dad, the brother, mm-hmm. the sister. You come back, but you always come back into the same family circle. But in all actuality, the, the truth of everything, we're all related to each other. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. if we had... It's like you and Paul. You guys have been together eight times, and, and two of those times you were his husband. Hey. Hey, easy. Hey. 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 Yeah, so he was he was the wife twice, you know. Yeah. But you've been together get, eight times. Get to work. Been together eight times? Get to work. Get to work. Yeah. Well done. Well played. <laughs> well done. Oh, crack wow, that whip, good. Melanie. Yeah, right? there it is. There it is. Oh, my goodness. That's so... No, you don't have to crack so that awesome. whip. He you know, worships them. No, he's he's wonderful. He really is. Water, he worships the water you walk on to him. 
Mm-hmm. That's why when we're in Jamaica on our honeymoon and we're drunk and at 10 a.m. and, and you're having a four-hour conversation with this yeah, random this, woman. We we talked for hours. <laughs> oh she, gave you, she gave you her number. Yep. And she we wanted kept, to have drinks. We kept seeing her. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a resort, so you're going to run into the same people. But we kept seeing her. And it was, what, two days before yeah, we it was were like, leaving? Was really close or the, the day end, before yeah. we were leaving? And I'd like um, to give you my number so we could have drinks. Get lost, Paul. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, let's go. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink, I don't be, do drugs, be, I don't have tattoos. It, no. can, it could be water, that's fine. It could be juice. Awesome. She's more for the conversation anyway. I, yeah, I don't I don't need to have <laughs> drinks to have a conversation with anyone. No, neither do I. You're very shy, yeah. it's weird. I, yeah, just, yeah, so weird. So shy. Yeah. But this just, came like, out, this, like this conversation between you and her. The two of you and this woman yeah. came out like there was nothing, right? Yeah, oh, it yeah. W- we talked the entire time, and you know, I we both felt bad because it's like Paul, you're just sitting here eating your pizza, you know, and Paul, you're just sitting there. But every time this woman came up, she she would have to touch me, and she just needed to have some sort of physical contact. Even with Paul, she was you know touching his arm, and and, she, and he's like, why is this woman touching right. me? All Ma- the time? Making a soul connection. You know, yeah. when you hug somebody and. And there's, there's certain people that you could just hug with other people you walk up and you don't want to let go of them. Mm-hmm. That's because that's 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 a that's a, your soul connecting with each other. That's a it's an energy. Your like your an just energy is coming together, and it's just yeah, uh-huh. it's a it's energy energetic connection, and you don't want to let go because you know you you don't want to let go. Yeah, it's it's really like an incredible feeling. He, he has a Viking tattoo, and that was one of the things that she had. She kept touching it, and she had lost her son fairly recently. Yeah, it was like surprisingly recently and, for her to be on a f- all inclusive vacation. Yeah, and she just kept touching it, and she said, "Oh my, you know, my son, and I know he's here. This is a sign." And and it was just one of those things, you know. He, I know he was very uncomfortable, but it was just, it was really cool to me because this was the first time that I actually had a very long conversation with anyone, let alone a stranger about something like this and, and past lives. And, you know, it was just, it was a because really cool are, experience. We, ones with the brighter souls are, are attracted, connected to others. And we just, you know, some people just walk up to you and start talking to you because they, they, they are attracted to the energy. Hmm. That makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> it's going to happen for sense. you. I mean, it's going to happen for you more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to happen for you more now, especially because they want you to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. So my question is for you: Is you go to shit or get off the pot? Watch. Yeah, crack that whip. <laughs> get to it. Oh, just made the sound of that whip get again. Get to work. Get to work. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say it to you this way: mm-hmm. I know you don't want it to go away. I don't. It's part of you. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. You just have to. You have to make a decision if if this is what you want to do. It's not easy, but. But mm-hmm. but it it makes life simpler. Mm-hmm. You just have to decide if you're going to move forward with it or not. Probably you not could so. you could absolutely do this, one hundred percent. You could absolutely do this. But it'll but you'll be a different person. People mm-hmm. will treat you differently. It's like coming out of the closet. Because now you're going to say to everybody, "This is who I am. This is what I am," and now they will look at you differently. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to handle that. You get naysayers all the time, but you know, they want you to go play with your Ouija board or, or you're a witch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ouija boards have been no. banned in this house, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 I don't touch <laughs> those. Too many movies. No, don't touch them. They were created for evil. Yeah, I Absolutely. Yeah, because when you open that door, you don't know what you're opening that exactly. door to, and everything that's standing on the other that side mm-hmm. of that door is waiting to come in, waiting for someone to open that yeah. door. So. Yeah. And it won't be me. Nope. No. They're banned in the house yeah. somewhere. And, and the thing about that is if you had it in your house, people don't know this. If you had it in your house and it was your Ouija board, whatever came through is going to stick with you. Not Ooh. everybody else. You. Because mm-hmm. it was yours. Ugh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Start sending gifts so to our enemies. No way. No yeah. way. Yeah. Burn that thing. Get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have established. We have a Ouija board list. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to start sending Ouija, a Ouija board to, to the list. people we That's don't funny. like. Yeah. But unfortunately, oh we are out of time. And uh, before we do, Daniel, you have a book. I do have a book. Yes, please tell our listeners if right they want to. It's right behind me. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. It's Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. And that's it's a chronological story of about how everything has happened to me and for me, the reasons why it happened to me. 
informing. But then it's a good book. It's a good story. See, it's the third book I've ever read my entire life. So awesome. <laughs> I don't read books because my wife does that. I, I wait for the movie to come out. But this is not going to come out as a movie because that's not the point of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to be rich and famous like that. I would like to be famous, but only for the reason because I want to be able to help people, not to make millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But the end of the book is the most important part. And that's, I was uh, given 25 channeled messages from my spirit guides, archangels, from God, essentially, to what he wants us to do, how he wants us to be, how he wants us to treat other people. And, and hopefully we can implement these into our lives and then we can help other people implement these into their lives. In turn, when we're helping them to do that, we're helping ourselves as well. And then hopefully fulfilling the purpose. So the ultimate goal is to, to do that so we can go home and not have to come back again because he wants us to do that. But uh, yeah, so uh, and that sells on Amazon. You just punch in Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. You'll see that picture come up of a man who's walking into a bright white light, and it's eight bucks. And, uh, and eight if you bucks. if you get the yeah you get the the Kindle version, it's six dollars and forty nine cents. So and I made it eight bucks for one reason. Again, I make two dollars and forty nine cents off of each book I sell. I would love to sell a million books, but I'm not trying to make a million dollars. I'm just trying to help mm -hmm. a million people. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's awesome. That's and when we release this episode, we'll make sure that we link the Amazon to it yeah. so that way people if they want to grab the book right through us they can do it that way too which yeah, they should sweet. Yeah. it's eight bucks yeah, awesome I see this right here does not mean the devil no such thing as a devil <laughs> so, yeah but uh, that's going to wrap us up for today Daniel thank you so much for jumping in and this was a lot of fun we really enjoyed mm -hmm. it no me too yeah and as I always tell everybody be good and don't do any stupid shit alright that's going to be a t-shirt I'm going to make that yep. into a t-shirt I know right? All right thank you Daniel